You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Welcome. Hi, I'm Ida Ray, Certified Divorce Lending Professional, and this interview is part of the Divorce Literacy Series from the Divorce Lending Association. And we are with today my friend Tracy Perrick, who is a family law attorney. Tracy, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Tracy, can you tell us a little bit about your practice and, you know, what's the... what? Uh, what sort of cases you generally are involved with and how your practice works? What like is it mostly litigation? Is it mostly alternative dispute? How do you how do you do your practice? How what do you do with your practice? I would say it's a healthy mix of litigation and alternative dispute resolution. So at 50-50 even. A lot of settlement um, negotiations, mediations, um, and then about 50% litigation. That being said, most cases that are in litigation do settle, just mm-hmm. sort of where along the litigation continuum do they settle? Okay. All in all family law. Okay. So I'm going to try to uh, ask a couple of questions to help our listener, listeners. And that would be when you say settlement, can you define what that means? Does that mean going to court or not going to court, trying to avoid court? Tell us about that. Well, Parties have, in essence, two ways of getting divorced. Either they reach an agreement with their significant other that resolves all of the issues arising out of the marriage, or a judge decides all are part of it. That's sort of the two ways to get divorced. And so sometimes people are able to avoid filing in court and can use mediation, settlement discussions between lawyers to reach that agreement and do an informal exchange of documents and reach an agreement all without ever having to file a contested divorce. And then all they need to do is file for an uncontested divorce from the court because the court still needs to give you that rubber stamp, that judgment of divorce. The difference is, is the court just giving you the judgment of divorce or are they deciding contested issues between you? Um, As part of the litigation process, there's a long way between the time of filing for a contested divorce and the court hearing the case. And so most cases settle along the way. The court offers mediation, um, settlement conferences where the parties appear off the record, usually with a retired judge or a family law magistrate to try to figure out, um, to try to resolve their differences. And if they do somewhere along the way and they reach and they're able to reach an agreement and put it on paper, then their case converts from a contested to an uncontested. And then all they need is the judge to give them the divorce. Okay. So uh, to clarify for those listeners, once again, um, find sometimes this is a very common question is you start with the Maryland settlement agreement, correct? That's where you're trying to start in most cases, not always, but if it doesn't go to court, do you start there? Can you sort of talk about that a little bit? Starting with an agreement, is that what you're like asking? Like a settlement, a settlement agreement. Yeah, where everything is outlined. All the well, terms. the settle. You don't. I mean, 
ideally what you do is start talking about the issue, right? So okay. if you're doing it, perhaps you need to do an informal exchange of documents. If you're trying to resolve the case outside of court, if you're in court, you're doing the discovery process. But perhaps one spouse or both don't have enough information about the other party's retirement or financial account. Um, and so they need to know what exists to be able to assess what is a reasonable settlement. And so maybe you exchange documents, maybe you exchange letters setting forth different terms. Ultimately, the goal is to put everything on paper by way of a marital settlement agreement, a separation and property settlement agreement, separation agreement, doesn't matter what you title it. It's got to be in, you know, in writing and it needs to address all of the issues arising out of the separation and divorce. If there are kids, it needs to address physical and legal custody, child support. It needs to address alimony. It needs to address the division of the property. And so ultimately, the goal is to take all your settlement discussions, maybe your term sheets or your letters between your lawyers back and forth, and put everything down on paper and sign it. And that would be your marital settlement agreement, separation and property settlement agreement, or just simply a separation agreement. Yes. Okay, great. And in a lot of cases where they don't go to court, um, so is it most of the time sort of just the next step is the formality to to uh, get the final stamp, as you said, on with the uh, court? If there's because a separation, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. If there's a separation agreement signed, then yes, the court is just going to review it, make sure everything's addressed um, and give the parties a divorce, sign off on a judgment of absolute divorce. That's what the uncontested um, cases. Okay. That was, that's what the ultimate result will be. If parties can't reach an agreement, or perhaps one party is unfortunately burying their head in the sand, right? I don't, I don't want a divorce. I don't want to deal with this. Or settlement negotiations have stalled. Maybe mediation wasn't successful. Then the only other way you get a divorce is is by filing a contested case. But the hope is, even if you file a contested case where you're saying to the court, "Hey, court." I want a divorce. And unfortunately, you know, my spouse, we haven't been able to reach an agreement on anything. And so I need the court to decide. So you file a complaint for divorce. The hope is ultimately somewhere along the way of the litigation, you'll still be able to reach an agreement. It's just a more expensive way to do it. Yes. Yes. And uh, thanks for clarifying all that for, for those who are listening, because I find that that's like, a lot of confusion around that, like what a contested or an uncontested, and also where do you start? And once you have this settlement agreement, then what happens? And um, so if most of the time when you have an uncontested divorce, do you think that it, it just gets ratified by the court? Or are there changes often made in the settlement uh, for some reason before it gets no. to the uh, yeah. court? isn't usually going to interject unless something isn't addressed okay. or you know, if chi child support is one of those big ones, the court's going to want to see what the child support guidelines parties. And I have to tell clients this a lot. Two, two parties can't just say, you know, pay me whatever you want for child support or okay. don't pay me anything. It's fine. We'll, we'll square up later. The court stands in loco parentis as the parents for the children that are coming before them as part of these cases. And Maryland child support guidelines are statutory and mandatory. So the court wants to see you know, what do the guidelines say based on each party's gross income, cost of insurance for the children, cost of work-related childcare, if any, 
potentially might be thrown in there. The court wants to say what are wants to see the guidelines and wants to make sure that the children or child is getting supported in accordance with the guidelines. And if there's a deviation, if it's upward, the court doesn't care. Great, the kid gets more money, whatever. But if it's if there's a downward deviation, why? The lawyers are going to have to explain it. And that's the only time I've seen a court sometimes say, okay, you know, I've noticed that there's a slight downward deviation. Why? Um, but the court doesn't want to get in the way of people who've reached an agreement. You know, they've negotiated, they've had lawyers, or they've had time to review the agreement, they've had time to take it to lawyers. Um, unless there's something missing, you know, and they'll take a careful look at the child support and the custody piece to make sure physical and legal custody are addressed and the child support is properly addressed. But I haven't ever had a case. Now, again, maybe that's because I'm a lawyer and I've done my due diligence and I haven't have ever had a court say, I'm not going to sign off on this divorce. Okay. But a reason to have lawyers, right? To don't try to do this pro se. Um, you want to make sure you have an agreement that says what you want it to say, means what you want it to mean. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a great clarification because people say that all the time. You know, they'll they'll come in and say, "Well, we we've all, we figured it out. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out later." Can you? I always give the one? analogy of like an appendectomy. It's a pretty to my clients. It's a pretty simple surgery, straightforward, yeah. and the general surgeon could probably do it almost with his or her eye, eyes closed, right? But we wouldn't try to do it on ourselves. We wouldn't be like, it's straightforward. I'll, I'll do it. I can just do it. No. And I mean, the same thing with a legal document, uh-huh. you know? So you're going to spend uh, the risk of trying a non-family law lawyer drafting a separation agreement. You have an incredible risk of it not including something, not saying what you think it's supposed to say, missing a key term. And then you're in litigation over the agreement that could have been drafted with a little bit more money at the front end, but a lot less than litigating over it later. Yes. Now, based on all of that you just shared with us, which was terrific information, um, if you had to give advice to somebody starting down this path, what would you tell them at this this point in your career? Because you've had a lot of experience. Starting down the path of wanting a divorce. Divorce. Yeah. Um, Well, one, I, I mean, I know it's hard. To come coming to see and talk to a lawyer is a huge step. It takes a lot of people a lot of time to get there. And I try to honor that and know what a big deal it is just to be there and to be putting those words out in the universe. I want a divorce. I'd like to get a divorce. Things aren't working, right? And so I would say that first of all, get off on my soapbox, you know, you get what you pay for. Like most lawyers do charge a consult fee, but um that's and and I know that limits people from exploring different lawyers, but but try to the best of your ability, find someone who's a good match. These are very personal issues um, that you want to feel comfortable with your lawyer talking about. And I will never take offense to someone who doesn't decide to hire me because it maybe just isn't a good fit, right? Yeah. Um, it needs to be yeah. a good fit. And that's okay. You know, it needs to be a good fit for what, what you're going through. Um, also, just... Approach it generally, in my opinion, unless you've got an emergent situation that's different, where you're getting your information gathering, because that's what your lawyer should be, should be giving you your options so you can make an informed decision. Um, I think gone are the days or more and more of those lawyers don't exist anymore when it was just, well, we're going to go to court, we're going to file, right? Lawyers make the most money going to court, Mm -hmm. hands down, but that's not best for families. Mm -hmm. 
And I always tell my clients, please don't pay me twenty thousand to fight over 10. I'm not going to go to someone who's going to go over all your options so you can make a fully informed decision and make sure you're comfortable with that person and the personality mix and ask questions. Understand how the retainer works. Lawyers are expensive. They should go over the retainer, how the, how the retainer works, how replenishment works. What's that? What does that look like? What are the different ways that you can get from where you are now to being divorced? It's not just court. Yes. And then I always tell my clients this, this, there are two people we cannot control that are probably going to really affect how this goes. And that's the other side and whomever they choose as their lawyer. So be prepared. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Um, Well, I want to, uh, I want to ask if you have any final thoughts for us today, anything we missed that you would like to share? I don't think so. That's it. That was easy. Ida. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I, I, you know, I, um, I think that I'm well aware that lawyers are expensive and this is a dot. It is, it is a huge first step for someone to go talk to a family law lawyer. Yeah. Sometimes for some people, it's the first time they're saying, putting in the universe that they want a divorce or that maybe their marriage isn't working out. Um, and I think lawyers, you know, family law lawyers should be attuned to that and approach it with a you know, let me give you your options um, and not be pushy either. You know, again, it has to be a good fit. These are really personal issues that we're dealing with. So. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. They, they have to feel comfortable uh, with all the professionals they're working with. Um, I thank you so much for sharing your valuable time today with us. And I was hope- wanted to have you tell us what the best way is to contact you. The best okay. way to contact you. Me is through my email. Directly is fine. Tracy T R A C E Y at A as an Apple, P as in Paul, M D Law. That's all one word. A P M D Law um, Our website has all the contact information as well. www.apmdlaw.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so thank much you. again. Thank you for sharing your valuable time today. We certainly do appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.